You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 54. And today we are continuing our series on happiness, second set. And today we're going to be talking about how is true happiness gained. And I have a fabulous resource for you, and you can get it at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 54, or you can go over and get it on our freebies page, either of the two. And it's how to increase your health and happiness with 10 simple habits. Great resource. So go ahead and grab it over there. And then let's dive into the episode and learn how is true happiness really gained. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Okay, and welcome back, ladies. So today we're going to be continuing our conversation on happiness. And last week I talked to you about, if you remember, the science of happiness. We talked a little bit about the neurotransmitters and what they are and how they make you happy. And then we talked a little bit about what uncauses happiness. And then we talked about what is happiness because this happiness term is kind of this elusive thing. So today I wanted to continue the discussion and really talk about, you know, where is true happiness gained? Because I think for so many people, you know, they think that happiness is found in a myriad of external things. You know, I'll be happy when I have that job. I'll be happy when I get that new car. I'll be happy when my in-laws move out of town. You know, um, I'll be happy when I get that promotion or I'll be happy when my business is reaching, you know, six figures and the list goes on and on. You can put anything that you want at the end, but ladies, here's the truth of the matter. The truth is that true happiness is only gained from within ourselves. Okay. So let me say that again. True happiness is only gained from within ourselves. And in order to be truly happy, we have to love ourselves. Okay. Because it starts there. It's not happiness is not this external thing that, you know, you can magically just, you know, think you're going to get it when you get this or get that or whatever. Okay. So in today's show, I wanted to discuss with you why this is ways to spot that you need to do some work on how much you love yourself and how you can love yourself more. Okay. Because part of loving yourself is all a part, all a part of that self-care that I've been talking about. And I'm going to continue talking about. So we've likely heard, you know, the old adage, you can't love someone else until you love yourself, right? We've all heard it. Well, that's true. It actually goes deeper than that. 
You won't find a sense of true happiness until you find a true love for yourself. So why is this? Well, while you may think that certain possessions or accomplishments, just like we talked about a minute ago, may bring you happiness, they will make you happy. Don't get me wrong, but they're only going to make you happy for a moment or for a while. But once that fades or time goes on, you'll be back to where you started searching for the next something to make you happy. So once you got that new car, okay, the newness wears off. Once you got that new promotion, the newness wears off. Once you got the something that you thought was going to bring you that happiness factor and you've attained it, then what? Okay. Then you're searching for something else and you're constantly in this spiral of looking for the next thing to make you happy. Okay. The reason that doesn't work is because the root cause of our unhappiness is an unhappiness truly within ourselves. Without self-love ladies, you will look to other things to make you happy and to fill that void. When you're comfortable and you're happy within your own skin, you'll find true happiness that won't fade because you won't have to look anywhere else because you found it inside yourself. So how do you spot a lack of self-love? Well, it sometimes can be challenging to spot a lack of self-love, but there are a few telltale signs in one's behavior that we can observe or that you can observe or that you can observe in your girlfriends. Like we talked about last time too. First, a compulsion to fix your imperfections. If you find yourselves feeling overly critical of yourself, you might need to address your self-love while being critical. Occasionally ladies is good and it is healthy. Being overly critical is highly destructive to your self-esteem and your confidence. So listen up. You are beautiful and you are perfectly made just as you are. Your imperfections make you uniquely you. Next, holding a grudge against yourself. If you find it difficult to let past transgressions you've committed go, you're guilty of holding a grudge against yourself. You need to forgive yourself and move on. Now, I know that you forgive others, so you need to forgive yourself as well. Third, poor self-image. If every time you see yourself in the mirror, you're hypercritical of your appearance, it's time to love yourself more. Self-image, self-esteem, self-worth, and self-confidence all run hand in hand. Once you start loving yourself more, you'll be more accepting and loving of everything that makes you, you as a person. And I have to work on this too. You know, I'm not sitting here just telling you that, you know, you need to look at these things in yourself, you know, and sitting over here on my high horse, because I need to work on some of these things too. You know, I've always thought that I've had, you know, thunder thighs and I'm constantly working on it. And my friend and my, my exercise partner, Celeste knows that I always talk about this and I have got to stop doing that. I've got to just start loving myself for who I am and know that I am working and making progress on it. So if you need to love yourself more, there are a few practices you can start immediately that will get you well on your way down the right path. And I want to talk to you about those. So let's go. Number one, I want you to force out those negative thoughts. Whenever you feel those negative thoughts about yourself cropping up, force them out by replacing them with positive ones that are encouraging self-love. 
For example, if you find yourself thinking you're ugly or mean, consciously make the effort to think you're beautiful just as you are. You are a one of a kind and you matter. That's what my friend Celeste is always telling me. Another good practice to help replace those negative thoughts with positive ones is writing yourself positive notes around the house and leaving them there. You can write them on whiteboards, on mirrors, on sticky notes. Just place them where you'll see them when you need them the most. Next, consciously forgive yourself. Holding on to transgressions, ladies, can eat you up inside and destroy your confidence and your self-esteem. Even holding on to the ones you, you've committed. You might have to forgive yourself for the mistake and remember the lesson. Letting go of the self-hatred and grudging yourself over past harbor and harboring past things is not the answer. So you need to just let it go. Consciously forgive yourself. I think that we as women are so hard on ourselves and I think we are our, we are our worst critics. We judge ourselves more harshly than our worst enemy judges us sometimes. And I think we need to let that go. And that leads me to the next one. Quiet your inner critic. Your ability to love and value yourself all starts with how you think about and how you view yourself. Don't allow yourself to be overly critical. Perfection is impossible to achieve as a human and you're doing the best you can. So here's the deal. I want you to cut yourself some slack. We just got done talking about self-love, okay, and happiness and how that we can become more happy when we love ourselves more. So now I want to look at something equally as important that brings happiness, and that is having a sense of purpose, okay? Studies have shown, ladies, that for years, people who live with purpose report fewer unpleasant emotions like anxiety and depression and even report less physical pain, okay? Here we are talking about life in general, but this is also true in individual aspects of our lives. People are more likely to be happy at their jobs when they feel that their jobs are important to them and to society. People also enjoy experiences more than they enjoy, say, things. This further suggests that living with purpose can make us happier. Purpose makes us happier in its own right, but is also encouraging us to live happier and healthier lives in a number of ways. Exercise is one great way to stay happy partially because it contributes to positive self-image and partially because it causes our bodies to release endorphins. And we talked about that last week, one of several chemical messengers that causes a feeling of happiness. Many health agencies and organizations call exercise anything that raises your heart rate. Okay. So it's not necessarily just going to the gym or pumping iron or anything else like that. Anything that raises your heart rate. So ladies, this can include activities like brisk walking, light lifting, even things like gardening. Many of us have a hard time trying to make dedicated time to exercise, but if you found activities that we consider meaningful that require physical activity, it may be easier. So if you find like gardening or you found that, you know, going out and, you know, joining a bike club or something else where other people around and you found that enjoying that gave your life more purpose, then you're conquering two stones at one time. Okay. Living with purpose also encourages us to spend time with others. Spending time with other people is healthy for you in a number of ways. It helps you deal with stress and some believe that it is even good for your immune system. When you're around other happy people, it boosts your happiness and it boosts your immune system. 
So how do you live a life with purpose? Well, that's individual for each one of us. If you already have something in your life that is important to you, like a job that you are passionate about, or you have a volunteer organization that you volunteer for, then consider spending more time either working at your job or your career, but remember self-care and put it in there, or spend more time with volunteering with that group. It's good for your emotional health and for your mental health. So if your job is just a job and it's not all that, you don't have to quit today. Start looking for something else while you're on your job. Because here's the thing, ladies, you spend more time at your job or whatever you're doing than you do at home for the most part. So you really do need to like what you do, you know, and it's okay to not like something for a while, but you don't want to be stuck in doing something for a long time that you don't like doing. So if you really hate your job, don't quit, start looking for something else or figuring out a plan of how you can move into something else and leave that one thing that you really aren't liking. Okay. Next, if you have an organization or that you like to spend more time there, like I said earlier, but if you don't, then maybe you need to seek out another organization that you like and start spending some time there. Not only will it give you a sense of purpose, but then you're also going to meet other people and be spending time with others. Okay. So no matter how you go about it, ladies, finding purpose in your life can help to keep you healthy, active, and happy. So we learned today about self-love and how that makes us happy. And we also learned how having a purpose directly affects our happiness. So next week in our last part of the series on happiness, I'm going to talk to you about the characteristics of happy people. And then we're going to end on the health benefits of being happy. So I created a great resource for you. And you can find it over at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash freebies, F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. And it's freebie number, I think number seven, but just look on the page. It is 10 ways that you can increase health and happiness with simple habits. And I've given you 10 habits to start working on right away. It's a great resource. So go grab it. And until next week, ladies, thank you so much for joining me. If you like this episode, please leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. Hit me up on the gram. Let me know that you like this episode. Take a picture and let me know what you thought about it. Direct message me any way that you can get in touch. Let me know. And until next week, I hope that your life is very blessed and may God richly bless you until then. 